Hi, I'm Sabrina Soto. I believe the best conversations are with friends who are really able to open themselves up and share their lives, both the good parts and the bad. You're going to be listening to some of those candid conversations and hopefully gaining some insight to help you redesign your life from the inside out. Hey guys, so the one and only Trish Sir is back in town. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're going to be excited to talk about what we're about to talk about. No, it's always exciting, don't oh, you Oh, really? Think? Yeah. Okay, well, this is kind of serious. Yeah, but it's, it's exciting to, you know. Divulge? Yeah. Okay, got it. So should we start with the elephant in the room? Well, yeah, hold on. Let me. I got. Now you got to take your glasses off. I got to take my glasses. I'm a reader's on y'all, and I couldn't see Sabrina with my reader's eyes blurry. Sorry, we're back. So I don't know if a lot of people, I don't know if everyone saw the announcement. Well, if you follow me on, on social media, at Trish there, that's where I, yeah, said something. Okay, I guess. okay, but a lot of people who follow me still didn't see my first announcement oh, when I true. broke yeah. up. So you are getting a divorce. I am after uh, 12 years with my husband. And so it's been, it's been a year of, uh, you know, what's the word you've, you know, you went through it and it's obviously everybody's a process every, and everybody's journey is their journey. It's not like your broke arm is my sore finger. I'm not sitting here saying mine's so hard and somebody else's isn't. It's just, everyone knows any kind of, uh, the end to anything. It's, you have to find the good and the bad, right? You go through, I grew up in the funeral business. I know the stages of grief really, really well. So I try to stay aware when you're going through all the stages of grief. And if you don't know them, I should actually pull them up so I can say them in order. I never say them correctly because um, we all go through shock, then denial, then uh, depression. And usually in denial, bartering, bar bargaining, you bargain it, oh, then you go with I, I said bartering. Bartering. I'll give you this. <laughs> I'll give you my coffee table if you'll get back together with me. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine? Which, by the way, we should probably take a take a step back. We are today talking about letting go in every form of letting go. Right. Okay. So keep going. Bartering, <laughs> bartering, bartering in your relationship. Um, then it becomes acceptance. You have to go through a, after the denial and the depression and everybody's length of it lasts for different times. Um, and then there's acceptance and the anger and the denial usually last the longest for a lot of people. And you waffle back and forth and all the things, you know, it, it's, and it's for anything from, from any kind of loss. Yes. So I, the thing that was the problem in my divorce, maybe a lot of people don't know I was married, not to Olivia's dad, but a long time ago was that he didn't, there was nothing really wrong. He wasn't awful. He didn't have a gambling problem or, yeah. you know, so leaving or asking for divorce for, to someone who didn't do necessarily anything wrong per se yeah. is, was difficult. Well, that was, that's my marriage, right? I mean, I'm not going to, this isn't as you, Sabrina and I will often have conversations about, I don't, number one, we aren't people that talk about people. We're quite proud of that. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. We'll be like, oh my gosh, did you see how darling Taylor Swift's outfit was? That's different. But we're not somebody that talks about people's business because it's not our story to share. So we are very aware when something is uh, not ours to share. So saying this is, it is part of my story. I, I was married to a really great human who we were not great humans for each other. Right. He didn't do any crazy mess to me. I didn't do any crazy mess to him. It's having to have that level of acceptance acceptance, and also that healthy moment where you go, I can no longer do to somebody what I'm not willing to do. Like I'm not willing to, at this point, I've done everything. I've done all the things, right? You do all the things and we're still not these people that are good for each other we're actually doing the opposite and it's having that level of grace and you're scared and it's being brave and saying 
I love you, but I love me too. And I love me more. Um, And I'm doing this for both of us. Because let me tell you, everybody knows. It's the devil that you do know and the devil that you don't. Right. It's easy to stay in a relationship that didn't work. And I mean, like, that SOB here takes a girl. Because you know. But you know, it's it's the only thing that's common in every relationship you've been in that's bad is you. Of course, you're so, the common denominator. That's right. So, um, and, I'll, and I'll say this. And I'm not saying you, Trish. I'm Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was a big, y'all didn't miss it. She pointed a finger in here like she was a referee at a ball game. Like, you're out. I was like, oh, okay, that was aggressive. <laughs> Coming at me, there's only two of us in this room. <laughs> Sorry. No, I didn't mean you, but you know what I mean. So what what do you think was the pivoting point when you knew it was time to let go? Um, When, for me, and i I had to sit down and I, I say often it's a gross analogy, but it's the truth. I had to pick my own scab. I always say that because it's pretty gross, but it's graphic enough that you usually pay attention. And by me, what I mean by picking your own scab is I had to pull back the things that I was very uncomfortable with that I was pointing out in him. Because they mirrored you. Because that means that's what I was emitting out to him. And if I'm not willing to look at the common, common denominators in me that I am disgusted with in someone else, then what kind of human am I? Right. Okay. Wait. So let's so dumb it down. I'll in dumb it down. Words. Here's exactly what happened. I sat down and made a list of exactly what a perfect partner would look like. So if I'm sitting here being a nag or whatever anybody wants to call it, and like, oh man, somebody's riding me or, you know, we would get in fights over crazy mess, crazy mess that no one needs to be arguing about. Right. right? And I sat down and made a list of what that perfect partner would look like. If I'm sitting here asking somebody to be it. Are you that person? Yeah. Well, let me, what's that person look like in my mind? Who am I asking for? So I made a list, y'all. It was a gorgeous list, three columns long. And then I sat down and put a check mark next to all the things I was. Guess what? A lot of missing check marks. Wait, okay. I, okay. So I just did this the other day too. And I actually was all well, good for you. <laughs> except honey. for tall and handsome. <laughs> you're you're I mean you're petite and handsome I mean like just uh, handsome's a sturdy word but you're you're beautiful I think you must have been most of that list but I wasn't here the things I I had a lot of the qualities don't get okay. me wrong but if you're going and I mean I went all the you know how specific oh, I you am got real yeah mine were broad I am not a broad <laughs> stroke painter you guys I go all the way down to if he leaves a dish in the sink, he's not for me. Oh, boy. Okay, listen. Sorry. Oh, no. Okay. I know what's going to be the little things that add up to the big things, you right? Got it. So I need someone that's a conscientious cleaner, someone that is proactive. He can't just be super fierce and think I'm neat. Like, mm, yeah, sorry. Got you know, it's got, you've got to be these layers that I, by experience, have learned don't work with my person. That's yeah, all. I wouldn't like somebody leaving that stuff either. Yeah, it's cute for but, about five minutes. But so, okay, so wait, going back. So you you letting go, you came, you picked your scab and you realized. And I looked down and I went, I'm, You're admitting what you. I'm not a good person. Right. I, well, me, you're always a good person. Thank you. You know what I mean? Meaning, how dare I? Uh-huh. This is what I had to say to myself. And y'all, it was not cute. I walked around the notebook on the coffee table in the living room like it was some rocket that crashed into my living room and I was walking around it figuring out how it got here. I kept looking at the notebook at, at all of the things I had the audacity to ask for or, or to even give him a hard time about. Right. And I was like, but that's who he is. But that's also who, right. But, and that's and he has never presented himself to be different. And by the way, I never presented myself to be, I've been the same. I've been the same. And people that have known me for 150 years will tell you, I've been the same. Um, my hair color's different. Disclosure, I'm a brunette. But anywho, um, I, I had to look at it. And when I sat down and looked at the things 
that I was not doing or the things I have let fall by the wayside because I was upset or sad and unhappy. Okay, but time out. Why not just then fix those things and stay together? Uh, because we had tried. So, okay. so this was not like, oh, you don't match the list. You got to go. So it, when do you know when enough is enough? This is, you and I have had this conversation too. There is that something that comes know, over me. I know, but we haven't had I know, I'm, about to, I'm letting everybody know. So <laughs> when I say this, there's for me, and we've said it on another podcast, for me, when I hit that done point, when I finally realized I can no longer convince you how to love me because I have to go love me this way. Yeah. Because we've already caused this damage and we're not on this place to get there together, right? And it, it was so hard because I had to go, this is where I leave you. I had this moment and this isn't everybody's public knowledge. We had a conversation. My ex husband and I had a conversation and it was one of those moments really clearly that I went, why are we, this is, this is how we only know how to move. Right. And there's no fix in it. And I've asked for all the fixes, right? We we've tried all the fixes and I finally just went, this is where I leave you. Like I, I love you enough and I love me more to realize we bring out the worst in each other yes and this it's not fair he's an amazing person he really is an yes. amazing person and I was hysterical you know you've seen me I've been like in the fetal position I've been like what's what what have I you know why have I caused somebody this much pain yes but I knew it was the right decision because I've never second guessed it so here's a, a, a takeaway I think in a case especially in a marriage where it's more serious you have to exhaust every single option absolutely so that when you do walk away you can clearly say either to your children when they when they get older or to yourself at night when the, the pain hits yep. that you tried everything that's right you've that's tried right. everything and that you I, I will tell y'all even as i would i don't like to say oh, i was at peace but i am at peace because i know i did the best thing for the both of us and right. i know he would probably not tell you the same sentiments. Yeah. I, uh, next week on the podcast. <laughs> next week, my ex-husband. Um, <laughs> right. Could you imagine? Uh, yeah. Could. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he's not a chatter. So he's very quiet. <laughs> so it would be a lot of, mm. so um, that right there was also on the list. And uh, I, I think what's really important is that you don't, it's not time or it's not the decision for you to make yet if you are constantly struggling. Right. When I finally, and I will tell y'all, this was not an overnight thing. This was not like, you know, oh, he's aggravated me. I am not that human. Sabrina will tell you, I, I really am a very patient individual and yes. it takes a lot for me to get upset. I do not, I, I just don't move that way. But when I am done. You're done. I'm done. And I think that's something that I want people to understand is, you have to listen to your intuition. And when you are having that struggle, like I want to let go, but I can't, I want to, but I am scared. You will know when the timing is right. That's exactly. And, and I'm, I'm not kidding when I say you almost have this level of peace and it's not like a, I'm so mad. I'm calm. Nope. None of that. It's this almost for me, for me, it's this odd wave of this is exactly what needs, it becomes clear. It's just exactly what needs to happen. This is what needs to happen. And as painful as it has been on every level, cause you know, you don't want to, for me, I was like, I don't want to let anybody down. Right. Um, I didn't want to let me down. Certainly didn't want to let my it's ex-husband down. Yeah. It's considered a failure. It's even considered it a failure. No. And, and I think that stigma should be removed. It's, and it's a grief. It's and a grief. Are, it's a loss. And we are also fixers. 
so much. So we want to fix everything and make it right. We're professional fixers, literally professional fixers. So then when something isn't camera ready and my life stays camera ready, I'm like, what? I'm not, everything's got to be photo perfect. And and I was like, who are, for who girl? Calm down. I had to literally have a big O come to Jesus. Like, listen, you need to breathe. You need to breathe. Now, here's another thing. If you, your intuition tells you that it's time to let go and you know that it's right, but because of fear, mm-hmm. fear of failure, fear mm-hmm. of like friends oh, and financial family, fear, financial fear, you stay when you know deep down inside yeah. that it's wrong, that in turn will also cause you so much anxiety. Of course. And so much depression. And it leaks out the cracks somewhere, you yes. guys. And the, my, my memo used to say, honey, you can push a beach ball underwater, but it's going to pop up somewhere. Right. And that is the absolute. Can you push a peach, beach ball down uh, underwater? I can't. Oh, you grow strong. You push it and it'll oh. whoop, whoop and shot out the other side of the pool or in the ocean or wherever yet. That body of water. Yes. It, it will definitely pop it up somewhere. And that's anxiety. Your, yes. It will leak into your career, mm-hmm. your parenthood, yeah. your friendships. Oh, your health. Your health. Because you, during this divorce process, started getting sick a lot. I did. Yeah, you I got did. sick. Your neck hurt. You couldn't move. Oh, gosh. You guys, and I had. T- days where um, it would freak me out. I would tell Sabrina, like, I had trouble picking up my arms where I, like my limbs would feel almost like numb and heavy. And I was like, oh, my, I, I was like, I've, I've, I've pinched a nerve. Like I start going through, you know, we all you WebMD yourself. And the next thing you know, we're all on life support. Like it scares you half to death. And you look, don't look up WebMDs from the devil. But <laughs> I'm sorry, WebMD. Um, they kidding. might not be sponsoring this podcast, just this episode, <laughs> maybe other episodes. <laughs> but it, you know that we... It's, it's what we internalize. Yes. And it's so powerful. So if we're not true to ourselves, if we don't listen to our intuition and our gut, it will eat us apart. And I know this myself. I have not, I have a hard time letting go of, of things and of not things necessarily materialistic things, but of people and situations and situations only because especially if I have a long track record with that person, I feel like I've invested so much time. We have so much history. You and I are very loyal people too. Very. To a fault. To a fault. We are. We'll we'll let people literally just sort of, you know, oh, they shot at me. Well, they grazed my arm. Sabrina (laughs) and I are those people like, they had a rough day. They came up with me the 45. We are those humans. But you know what I've learned as I get older is the fast, the faster you let go and you go through that process, you really do open up a new door for new people and new opportunities and people unpack that for people though. People really what it means to really let go. Like even if we give an example of like, I really want this job and then we still obsess over it. That's not, that's not letting go. Right. Do the best that you can and really show up and do the best you can and then let go of what the outcome will be. If you are, that's in a job opportunity or whatever. If you are in a relationship, whether it's a friendship a coworker or a toxic relationship, really letting go of having to fix it and letting go of what the outcome is going to be and putting yourself first. Yes. And that's your mental and physical health first. Yes. Once you start doing that, it it's not necessarily instant, but sooner or later, the universe or God or whatever you want to call it will bring in new opportunities or people to your life. And if you are in the headspace where you're super healthy and clear and grounded that can happen overnight girl if that isn't the truth you and I'm not sitting here saying I'm you know you know Gertie grounded I I 
battle every day. I shouldn't say battle. I have to realign every day. And this is sounding a little hocus pocus. And Sabrina and I both, because I'm very like, okay, give me practicals. You and I are very practical people. Like I'd love to be able to say I could sit on a rock and just take the time. Who's got that kind of time? If you do, God bless you. And you need to teach seminars. We just don't have those lives right now. No. And it is a we have to be intentional, and that's the word I use constantly now about everything. I'm intentional in my relationships with my friends, my family, myself, because we all get in this place that the next thing you know, you're caught up in stuff that just doesn't matter. That's right. It doesn't matter. matter. What matters is at the end of the day, and look, again, I know I grew up in the funeral business. You can't take it with you. It's something I know for sure. So you better love on and be the most solid human you know how to be. And if you don't know better, do better. Right. Like just start learning to do better. Because that you get one trip, as far as we know, in this particular body. And you need to be the best version of you. And, and there's only so many hours in a day. And you, we are dying every day. Every, you know, one day, you yeah, know, every one, day that we you know, have. One closer is, not to being a baby. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> so it's a gift. And when we fill it with people that don't belong in your life, that people are bringing anxiety, depression, draining angst, you, draining you, you're doing yourself a disservice and it will be painful. But at first it hurts and then it changes you. And I can tell you That's this, right. every bad relationship in your life will teach you more about yourself and will give you more epiphanies than if you have no relationships. But you need to understand, and this is the hard part, scab picking, watch out. You are the common denominator, denominator in those bad relationships. I'll give you a great example of something personal. I, just, I had a situation where I was in a, a relationship when I was blaming somebody else for a lot of things. But when I really took a step back, I realized they were my mirror. I was actually doing the same things I was complaining about. That's right. But it takes you to step back and you can wait. I'll edit it. God bless you. Sorry, babe. But it took me a minute of alone time by myself to really grasp that, that I actually was responsible, not 100% responsible, but I was responsible for a lot of the problems. And owning that. Because yes. that's real hard to look at. People, people, it's easier. We all know. It is so much easier Um to Sabrina pointed out something. I'll give you all the example. Why not? We're being as transparent as we can be. Uh, my ex-husband and I were texting back and forth because we still share uh, our dog. Yay for California having custodial rights to animals. Rough, rough. Yep. And you know how much I love my Bailey. So um, we were texting back and forth. And he, he's not a chatter. I'm Southern. You know, we will put 4,000 words in a no problem sentence. Like if the answer should just be, hey, no problem. I'm like, that's no problem. I'm running to the grocery store after that. And I'm like, he doesn't need all that. But that's how we do he answered me back in like three words and it was not hateful. It was informational and it was to the point. I believe it was okay. Got it. Yeah. It, okay. <laughs> Sabrina remembers better than me, but you know, when you have not resolved something or you are aggravated because of the tensions that have not been managed in yourself, in yourself, in yourself, I want y'all hear what I'm saying. So I'm calling my own self to the carpet. You will read the, okay, got it. Exactly. Instead of, okay, got, got it. it. Exactly. You're going to read a text like it has so much venom and suddenly he's a valley girl. It's like, you're gross. So Trish was telling me how she was upset about this text message and I, she started to dictate it. And I said, nope, give me your phone. I want to read it by myself. I was doing a gorgeous narration. Yeah. And of course she was like, and then he said, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure he didn't say that. And we are 14 year old girls and we're like, let me read that text. No, I already know you're saying crazy mess. Hand it to me. So when I read it, I realized that it was just charged, not the 
text wasn't charged at all. Mm-hmm. It was Trish who was charged reading it. That's right. So anyway, we're going but all around no, the but world. What's but what's great that you said that is it made me have to, again, realign, be intentional, and look at myself and go, ew, ew. If someone did this to me, I'd literally look at them and go, ew. Yeah. So, ew. Ooh to you, and you need to have a nice giant glass of act right. Yep. And realize you both are hurt people trying to navigate how to now function in a new normal. So, so going back to the letting go, when you let go of a toxic relationship or a person, do it, but also realize that the, the t- t- toxicity happened also because of you. That's right. And you have to, you could let them go by all means because life is too short, but do the work that you need to do to yourself or... You're going to repeat it always until you learn the lesson. All day long. Every day and twice on a Sunday. That's right. It is. It is. It is the thing. Y'all, I wish somebody, we should, they should really teach this in school. What? I don't know what we call this. Maybe they should just put this podcast on for little children. (laughs) Like that, that you need to learn that if you don't end behaviors that are negative, we all get like, don't be a bully, be kind. But that this is going to be what keeps coming back That's to right. you. You could let that person go no problem. Right. But you're going to have that person come back in a different form with a different name. That's right. Yes. Sa- it's same problem, different outfit. Until you do the work. Until you look at the common denominator, which is you. Uh, when I'm you have this. Uh, we both are. And I, and I feel like everybody has to hear this. This isn't just like divorce, divorce, breakup. This is friend breakups. Yep. This is um, truthfully. Bad job. Exactly. A position you don't want to be in, a job you don't want to be in, anything where you are no longer people go, well, how do I know? If it is a struggle bus for you to get up in the morning and go to work, it's not your jam. And the people go, girl, but you don't understand. Yeah, I do. I walked away from a marriage that was pretty awesome and solid. Financially, y'all, I, I was, we were okay, baby, you know? And because we weren't serving each other, it was one of the hardest. Th- I mean, I'm not 22, honey. You're not? Shh, I'm 26. <laughs> uh, you know, it is a very, what I'm saying this to say, there was every, I could have given myself every single excuse to stay in something that wasn't good for me and good for him. Right. And I'm saying this a two-way street. He, I had to love both of us enough. This sounds so like a Hallmark card. I love both of us enough to let it go. But it is. I don't the, think Hallmark has any letting go. Girl, they might now. They've got a saucier cards. division that I think really? is fun. Yeah, oh, like okay. like I just said it. I don't know what they call it, but it's out of the box or whatever it is. It's they've got a fun one. Like roses are red, violets are, are blue. blue. I I'll want grab a the champagne. Sorry, we I broke up with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's over. It's, hey, <laughs> um, but it it's really you have to have that moment where you go. I like you just said. You have to be okay with letting go. I was. You have to be okay with letting go, and then you have to realize it's time to do the work. And and be un- and sit in the uncomfortable. Oh, boy, that's... This is the step dose of the being okay of letting go, and then sitting in your uncomfortable. You don't now book a trip to Cancun, and like, girl, you can for a day. You can. For a day. But that's but th- a geographical cure that's not gonna really going to fix it, because right. guess what? You're the common denominator. Common denominator. Because you're the common denominator. Remember that. And when you sit down and you look and go, man, okay, I've got to go all the way through this. Can't go around it. Yeah. Got to go through it. Yep. Or I'm going to repeat, repeat it. it. <sighs> Y'all, it is, it is the most, it, that this has been a, a year of my life. But I don't think the Cancun trip is necessarily a bad thing. It's because not sometimes, awful. especially if you're a mom and you're working, taking a trip 
gives you don't go maybe not Cancun I mean maybe but take time to yourself to really go through the process and the thoughts I'm not saying time alone yes as I was about to say I'm saying time alone isn't bad I just it's good the least amount of distractions to own it because guess what even when you go to bed at night you still can't escape what's in between your ears you know you've got to still think about your thoughts and I feel like the not the quicker everybody's got their process but the more you embrace the gross or the ick or that what you have to deal with. But that doesn't mean listening to Elton John, what do I got to do to make you you love me and looking at no, wedding play, photos and you play girl, wedding video. I'm still standing yes, by Elton John. That's right. You put on some, I'm still standing, honey. And you get Don't your, listen to, I love you just the way you are from nope, Billy Joel. Don't you do that. One. No, you could do the, what's the one about the house burning down? The, oh. We didn't start a fire. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to give you the, the, the opposites so or maybe <laughs> uptown girl. Cause you are one, honey. <laughs> it, you, you get to the place where you empower yourself, yes. but you also own, own your sh- stuff. You all your shoes, <laughs> all your shoes. You have to own the things. Yes. That you have asked someone else to be better. If you've asked it, it did not work. You are kind enough. Oh, oh yeah. From the, I'm getting hand raises. I, I, yeah, because now I just realized going back, I'm doing a callback to what you said earlier about the list that you made of your perfect man. I know. Okay. Here's the thing. If you are in a mess, physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. you, you're going through a breakup. There is no possible way that you are going to attract the love of your life. That was where I was headed, and I love that you cut me to right there. Good job. Yes. So going back to what you're saying, get to the list, or you need to get, you need to work on yourself, focus on yourself, because if you aren't happy, you're not going to make anyone else happy. Or worse, you're going to attract the same exact thing you caused. The worst. But in a worse version, because now you're kind of a little bit self-righteous. Yes, yes, you are. Don't act new. You're like, well, I conquered this one. I'm already. You got it. You have to be a whole person. This yep. whole, like, you complete me, that means that's two half people. That's right. Making a whole. You that's have right. to be a whole person, and then you will attract a whole person. So if you are Preach going it. through a Say breakup, that one more time. If you, what did I say? If you are a whole person, you're <laughs> attracting a whole person. That's, it's a beautiful, like. Yes. And that I'm not trying to be like woohoo, new agey. It is absolutely, positively the truth. Okay, so let's unpack tangible steps to attract in a new person. Because we get, can't just be like, hey, girl, to attract that person. Whatever it's going to take. If if you don't feel good about your body, get to the gym. If you don't have the money for the gym, take long walks. That's right. Eat better. Do whatever it takes. Start working on yourself. Start reading books. Start meditating. Start going to yoga. Do whatever you have the access to do in order to raise your vibration, to make yourself the best version of yourself. And once you get there and you're so happy and you don't even care. That's right, girl. If that man or woman walks into your life Preach. is when they will walk into your life. And you will be amazed how the universe, how God brings them into your life. You're going to go, I wasn't even going to go there today. Girl. I can't believe I met that person. Preach. <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. And it is. I had a friend of mine, Heath Hyde, comic, wonderful human. Who's and you now, don't have to force it. No, that he would always say to me, if you really stay in line, and he's a big believer in the Lord. So he would always go, if you always stay in line with how God wants you to do life every eight months, your life will never be the same. Because he constantly wants you to evolve. And I used to be like, that's crazy. I'm not a changer. I'm exactly who I was. I have, I, every eight months, my life is different. Yes. Because I, and this has been the biggest evolution of If that. you work on yourself. If you really do the work and, and take the time to call yourself to the carpet. Right? That's right. For lack of a better word. So we're saying let go. And, and let go of whatever that is, right? You, it might be weight. 
for me, I sit on the struggle bus away. I come from not genetically blessed people, right? That's just, we, I don't come from a tiny gene. I come from the kind of people that if you stare at an M&M, it sticks to your butt. I have always had some issue with, I need to be overcompensating in health. And I, and I have, I have stopped speaking to myself negatively about my weight or my health. I used to always say, Oh Lord, you know, I'm thick as can be. I would say these things, your brain doesn't know if it's a joke or not. It just hears I'm thick. I'm not thick. I'm fierce, fabulous and toned. I work out like crazy because I love it. Yes. The health benefits are awesome, but I genuinely like, I get kind of mean and hateful if I'm not working out. Mm -hmm. I eat clean because I feel amazing. And y'all know if Southern people are listening, we like fat on fat with a cup of ranch. I am from the land of a flaming hot Cheeto. We like a junky food. I love a Cracker Barrel. But I realized my health and how I feel was so much more important than having a deep fried anything. And I had to make that change. And Sabrina will tell you, I'll be the first one to make a plant-based nacho now. And I feel amazing. It's not like you don't get to change the things you do, but you do the things that make you the human you've asked to be you don't get to go oh I want to be so fit well girl I'm not giving up my wine and I'm like okay well guess what if you're not going to give it up you drink it five nights a week chances are you're not going to get where you'd like to be so maybe you want to just shift that goal but it's about getting to to the point that you are so confident in yourself and you feel good and you feel good and that does that's different for everyone so we were just talking about this in the morning I've made this huge shift this week of feeling good and doing whatever it takes to feel really good so for me this morning started off like this. I was listening to music with Olivia. I made her breakfast. We were lighting incense. Then I started playing salsa music because it gives me, it makes me happy. It always makes you energetic. Anytime yeah. Sabrina has salsa music on, she's forever dancing. It's the cutest thing. Like but literally like, even writing notes. I dancing. love it. I love it. And so that's what makes me happy. And I did yoga. I meditated. I have made a decision from now on that I need to focus on the things that make me happy. And whether that be a piece of music, a piece of chocolate, a conversation with a friend or not having a conversation right. with a friend. I don't care. My happiness is my number one priority. Well, because you have to put your oxygen mask on before you put it on other people. That's right. And very simply, we have kind of all come up in this age of, well, you, that's selfish. You better take care of everybody else. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. What's selfish is living for everyone else. Yes. This is another sort of lesson that's really come into my life the last few years. And I wholeheartedly believe it. If you really want something, I mean like really want something, that it's possible in your life. It really is. You cannot lose what's yours. You can't lose what's yours, but you also can't really dream of something that you want and not somehow manifest it in your, manifest it in your life. It, it, it's the, the it's whether or not you believe that you're worthy of it. That's And God wouldn't put it in you if it wasn't what you were born to do. Right. And and that's a hard thing for people to grasp because sometimes what you dream feels like it's so lofty or I don't even have a connection to do that. or I, It does not, I don't, whatever you're believing for, whatever it is, it is in your person. And if you cannot stop thinking about it, usually if it's your distraction, it's what you're meant to do. If it's the thing you distract yourself with, it's, if, if you're a person that's literally on Zillow every day looking at homes, you might be a real estate agent, just so you know. You might be a designer. You might be a contractor. Who knows what that is? But if there's something in you that you, it's the thing you do to, I don't want to say waste time. And if it's Instagram, then no, you're not a developer. You're just sitting there looking through stuff. So I don't think you're suddenly right, right, right. a web developer. Um, but it's the thing that you are not doing for yourself. And right. that's not a service. And you've got to do the thing that's the service. Let go of the things that are taking up BS time in your life. 
habits, hobbies sometimes, Mm -hmm. unless it's just like stress relieving, like that's fine. People, jobs, places, and fill your life with the things that really serve you. And I know it sounds easier, but we are talking now that Trish is going through a divorce. I'm, you know, I've been through it. I've been through many breakups. I've been through many job changes, many homes. Yes. And it's not fun. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's how you embrace it, right? Like I'm in the middle of having to move, having to find a new home. Where am I going to live? Like all the, all the things. And I sat down and I thought, you need, girl, you need to flip your script. How lucky are you that these are your options? Right. How, how blessed you need to look at that you have these as life options. And I started going, you know, get a giant glass of grateful that you can even sit down and have the ability to look at homes. That's, or, that's a blessing. Or even this. So Trisha's staying with me for a week. That's right. So you could have easily looked at it this way. God, I have to stay with Sabrina, blah, blah, blah. But, or you could say like, how great am I that I have a friend who has a guest room and it's and so fun. And I get fun. to spend quality time yeah. with you and, and Olivia. And I get to feel so blessed that we are very similar and get up and do our days the same, which I feel like elevates. Everyone, hot tides raids all ships. We get up in this place of... Gratitude. Are, gratitude and, and also how are we going to raise ourselves, which raises others. So when you are going through this letting go process, instead of focusing on the bad things, mm-hmm. focus on any, any glimpse of hope, any glimpse of happiness in that situation. That's right. And you might have to dig deep, but I promise you there is something in the process that you should be grateful for. That's right. Even this, I was listening to a, a recording earlier. If you are in a breakup, you should be thanking that person. Thank you for getting me one step closer to my perfect match. Because that's a great, that's a great thought. That's yeah. what you need to thank them for. Thank you for coming into my life and teaching me things and getting me one more step closer to the love of my life. I think that's fantastic. I it love is. that perspective. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yes. Because I've not, you know, I, through all, I get frustrated in all this process and I, sure everyone does right I'm not saying I'm I'm sure my ex-husband's frustrated with me but you he is he told me yeah but I sit down and I always say I do I'm so grateful for the for the life that we have like lived there's not there's not a part of it that I sit and go I'll, I'll start crying y'all because I'm such a sentimental person I'm gonna cry you guys gonna cry, cry. I, yeah I I really I don't want anything but goodness. And it was the hardest thing I ever had to do was tell someone, I love you so much. I got to go. Yeah. Because you love them so much that you know you're both worth more. That's right. And it's the, it's the hardest thing I ever had to do. It really, really is. But I, it's never been the wrong answer. That's why I'm upset because I go, I caused a human being so much pain because they just, they, they didn't see how bad we were hurting each other. And then when he finally did, it was that moment of we should fix it now. And I'm the human when I'm done, I'm done. So let me ask you a question. So when you, when you felt that pain, you said to him, I love you, but I got to go. When you feel the pain, I think a lot of people think if I'm feeling this pain, that means I I don't want to go. If I'm feeling this pain, that means I should stay. How do you know the difference between this means that I really don't want it or, or the other one? Because my intuition, genuinely, my heart has said for a had said for a long time, you all are the worst versions. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you are the worst versions of yourselves 
to each other. And when I would start working on things of myself, um, it started making me realize how out of a line we both are and were. And it, there was going to be this gap. Mm-hmm. There was going to be this gap that we were growing very differently. And it's so that's what hurts is you don't want to think you wasted someone's time. There's you know, no such thing though. I know that. And I didn't want to say like I wasted his time because I don't feel that way. And I was, we all, you can, everybody can own the things that were bad or good or whatever. But what hurt was that I caused a human being so much pain mm-hmm. because I'm not that person. You know, I wouldn't mean like if I heard a bug, I'm like, oh my God, I got, I'm so sorry. I'll take a funeral for it. It was so devastating to know that I caused that level of discomfort and yet I was at peace and that's I think what why I cry why I get emotional because I know in my heart it was the right thing to do right and and you everyone listening y'all know when it is the right thing to do you're almost in more pain because the conflict is there because you're conflicted because something in you is saying this is not right. This feels off. Because when you're in alignment, you don't feel discomfort. If I was like, I no, lo- but that's what I'm saying. That's where I'm confused because I, f- yes, but how do you know? You're saying you knew that there was c- discomfort and you knew that it was the right thing. How do you, what's the difference between, okay, let's say, sure, I want to break up with you, okay, Trish. Okay. This is, I don't need more of this in my life this, <laughs> this year, but okay. Sure. And I do it, and then I feel so much pain. But my, I know it intuitively that it's the right thing. But then I say to myself, I, if I felt every much- time, if you, every time you were around me, I caused you anxiety. Yes. Every time you were around me, you were like, oh gosh, I don't even know how to be around it. Like you'd have to think of things to say. If every time you were around me, you had to go, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to deal with this right now. If every time you're around someone, you don't have something that makes you feel elevated or joyful or peaceful. Like if your husband walks into the room and he walks away and you roll your eyes every time and flip him off. You need to look at why you are functioning at that level and why you're so unhappy. Right. Why are you in that place? I didn't, I I will tell you, I did not look at him all the time and go, oh my gosh, he's awful. And Sabrina will tell you, I, to the bitter end was like, he's from heaven. Like I really would just, he, I, 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 you know, I love this human. He's a, and then I had to start going, Am I, am I telling myself that or? Because well, but you're also the most complimentary person I know. But I mean it. I'm not like, you're, I don't ever just inauthentically tell somebody like, you look fantastic. I don't go, you look great and not mean it. I'd be, I'd go, did you see that art in that room? Beautiful. I'm not going to say something that's not authentic. Right. So I meant everything I said. So I, I say that to say, if you instantly have a discomfort with somebody constantly, constantly, not just one day when you're on, you're about to start your cycle yeah, or, or they aggravated you because they forgot to pick something up at the store or no, but they missed every, a party. If it's like months of every time you're with this person and it causes you a physical reaction, reaction. and you instantly feel yourself clenching a jaw yes, or, um, Go into your phone because you don't even know how to interact with them. Yes. And our phones are nasty distractions. Yeah. They're nasty distractions. And if somebody can cause you to go to your phone all the time, mm-hmm. no good. Now you guys, I, and don't get me wrong. I'm as guilty when I, I used to be, I, I to avoid my husband because we would be aggravated with each other. We'd be in the same room on phones, n- not wanting to interact yeah. because we were causing each other so much discomfort. And I was like, what kind of life is this? And then when we bring it up, we'd fight. And then we're like, we have disconnected. And then when we tried to connect, we had just become different human beings. Right. 
and that was the most hard grown for lack of a better word thing to uh it was like swallowing broken glass having to realize that I didn't like that about myself right I did not like myself and I didn't like myself who I was to him I didn't like who he then mirrored back because yes. that's all he knew to do and by the way ever again going back to what we were saying everybody in your life is a mirror of you that's exactly right nobody wants to hear that by the way no one wants to hear no because they'd be like no I'm not they're not no because let me tell y'all something so let's say you're poly positive because I'm a pretty positive human when now someone shows up that is coming in hot like yesterday I came home from a meeting okay I came back to Sabrina's because I'm here visiting well staying here for now and I came in and I was all fired up remember that girl she was all so zen I come in this one's got incense going she's living her very best life she's om and namaste and I walk in and I come in hot y'all I was coming in hot muy caliente <laughs> so I was like spicy. what's going on she goes whoa <laughs> <laughs> and it dawned on me that I had absorbed the energy of the meeting I was in and that sounds so woo-woo, but it's true because you're in a meeting and you're like, woo, there was a lot of energy in there that people weren't dealing with their own beeswax. So I absorbed it and was dealing with the things I was not dealing with in myself mm-hmm. and rolled in hot, came in here, spicy mother trucker. And she, Sabrina was like, woo, woo, woo. And I was like, ooh, ooh, I don't even like, like as it was, cause I saw it literally like tsunami off Sabrina and bounce back over onto me. I really did because I went, ugh. Ew, I don't like her. She's not fun. But everybody, everybody mirrors you. But we all do you, that all ourselves, us, ourselves. Yes. Yeah. So when you, when you encounter somebody, let's say you're checking out at the grocery store and somebody is a hateful cow and she is, she just threw your bananas across and you're like, uh, real, that's what you're doing life. I, you have to realize there's something about right now, how you're yes. doing life that you threw your own bananas. Yes. And you're like, what bananas have I just thrown? And you have to look at. I need to look at this situation with a whole lot more. And that situation, meaning whatever's going on in your world, meet it with love and compassion because you're not doing it. So you're going to just keep getting it back. Mm -hmm. Bruised bananas and all. Mm -hmm. Bruised bananas because it will repeat until you deal with it. That's right. It's it's crazy. We She and I have sat here, she and I, Sabrina and I have sat here. And really, we've become manifesting machines. Yes. Because we but, have, but we, and by the way, we haven't been doing this for years and we, well, I have been doing it for years, but it goes up and down. Yes, it, it does. Ebbs and flows. But I, we made a decision this week, starting mm-hmm. Monday, mm-hmm. that we were going to do everything that we possibly could do in order to create positive vibes in our life, happiness. That's right. And being kind. Yes. And if, if a negative, negative frequency shows up or somebody that's just not on our jam right now, and it has happened. I mean, don't get me wrong. She and I made this decision on a Sunday night, woke up Monday and like, welcome to the life bombs. We, we woke up Monday. Did we not? Yes. We woke up Monday morning to like, bomb, bomb, bomb. And we looked at each other and we were like, okay, we've got this. It goes to show that it's only the end of the week. And so many things have completely changed in both of our lives so many people out of the woodwork have come to create opportunities for change us. that's right change just because i we switched our mindset so drastically earlier in the week uh, it's it's amazing what happens when you make up your mind yes. and genuinely, genuinely believe yes hold on let's make this clear when you make up your mind but genuinely 1000 percent stand behind it Believe. That Believe. means you can't go, I want some abundance, but I don't even know where money's going to come from. Guess what? Not coming. You have to genuinely go, I know I'm worth more and move at the level at which you're worth more. 
you no longer work from like, well, hopefully someone will see it. No. Nope. 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 You have to genuinely come from the place of I'm already that person. Once you get yourself on this plane, this frequency, this alignment, whatever, whatever you want to call call it, you will, the letting go of the places, people and things will become so naturally I'm not saying it's not going to come with pain. Trust me, there's uh-huh. going to be pain, especially if it's a relationship, especially if you have a lot of history with that person. Especially if it's a job. Jobs are jobs. W- too. If you decide you're going to leave a job, super scary. It's it's when you let go of the control of the outcome. Yes. And you and I have been very. I used to sit and be like, I'm going to have my own show on NBC. Okay, well that you just negated ding, the whole thing. Because I love that sound. <laughs> I gen- and I love the peacock. Um, I, but I genuinely not negated every other channel avenue and because I'm so married to one thing I know that's just one example but I'm just when you sit down and get something and I'm not saying don't get specific but when you get specific to the point that you're negating right right? um when I got my new car you remember this when I got my new car I was like I knew how I wanted to feel when I got in my car I knew what like what I wanted I wanted to just we spend a lot of time in traffic in Los Angeles and I wanted something I felt amazing in when I was in it. And y'all, if the exact dang car did not show up like $15,000 less than the one that than it should have ever been priced at. And it's a favorite and I feel like a dream sequence. And I, every time I even go to hit boop, boop, and unlock it, I'm like, I enjoy you so much. I'm so grateful for you. I'm aware that, that more things are coming just because Yes. I believed it would show up. I was like, I don't know how it's going to get here. Be grateful what you have. Even if you have an ex-husband who's a pain or a husband that's a pain. Yeah. When you're still married to, don't let go of him. But be grateful for the things that you do love in him. Any little thing. And that will grow. Be grateful for the things you have. Get to the point where you feel so secure in who you are and what you have to offer. Whatever that's going to take. And maybe you write the list, which I've done too. I write down the list of things that I... I knew I felt like needed to be let go, let go of in my life. Um, negative attitudes, relationships, uh, jobs that weren't serving me, things that I had to sit down and go, I need to have this come to Jesus with myself. And I made a list and I looked at it and I was like, okay, all right. And I looked at the things that I, cause if I took the time to write it down, guess what? It's not serving me. Right. And then I let it go. And the ones that needed to go, guess what? They all actually went because you can't lose what's yours. If it's something that you need to be working on, it will stay. True. And, and within the letting go process, instead, again, don't focus on the things that you don't like, Mm-mm. whether it be in, in your job, even in your job, if you're miserable, do me a favor and focus on the little parts of your job, whether it be your cubicle, your computer, maybe the cafeteria food, maybe your view, maybe your view, whatever, find, parking spot, try to focus on the things that you love about that person, place, or thing until you're ready to move on. Mm-hmm. And you will find how quickly your perception of that pers- person, place, or thing will change. That's so true. That's really, yeah, that's beautifully said. Because it, it really does happen in that exact order. If you get in this, 
I, I hate y'all to keep saying vibration because it sounds super woo-woo, but it really is. It's like we're in the 60s. I know. We're like, you listen to get to my vibration. <laughs> Crazy mess. It's not the, it's not the case. It's just it, you you realize it's when you meet people and you always say, oh, I vibed with them. Well, guess yeah. what you did? Yeah. Because you really are functioning at a level at which you aligned with each other. Right. And that's what it's all about. When people like, put out good vibes, well, guess what you did? And guess what? If you put out junky vibes, you you're did. Junky <laughs> people. Get junky people. Right. So if you're attracting a bunch of junky people, you better look within and you have to realize what did you put out today because uh, by the way today y'all I was like feeling so good and I'm like I'm in the best mood and then this um elderly woman <laughs> cut me off and then proceeded to drive less than five miles an hour and I go love and peace and kindness <laughs> and I'm like love and peace because I'm not sitting here in a bubble of like everything's great right things will happen that you're like are you kidding I want to lay on the horn yeah but you could have done that instead and I was like girl stay all day and what I said to myself was God willing, I'm driving at her age. Good for her. There's no dents on that car. And I hope I give zero Fs when I'm her age too because she didn't care. Right. And I was, I laughed and let it go. Yeah. I had to shift what just happened or I was about to just be like, I've got good insurance. I'm plowing into you. And every moment there's an opportunity. And it is. And you have to find the silver lining. And you have to do the thing that elevates you and everything around you will elevate. Thank you, Trish, for being a guest on Redesigning Mind. Um, thank you. Thanks for having me in your home. I'll go do dishes now to earn my keep. <laughs> or just a babysitting. I can do that. You know, I love a gorgeous moment with Olivia. Um, okay, guys. So next week, I'll, we'll be back. Trish will not be here for a little while because she's going back out of town. Thank you so much, Trish. Oh, but wait, remind everybody what your social is. You know, you don't oh, yeah. do this at the end of your podcast. Right. So you could follow me on Instagram at Sabrina underscore Soto. Trish is at Trish Sir. Um, on I, all social on all social and for the rest of social Facebook Twitter I'm at Sabrina Soto too but please send us comments we love your feedback and like like it of course um, go on this is what Sabrina never because she's so sweet she didn't ever do this because I listen to every one of her podcasts I'm like you know you know that's what your BFF does uh, would y'all please go give a five-star review so oh, that thanks. we could start uh, shouting you out because Thank there's you. so many amazing people that listen that you need some gorgeous five star reviews. I lo- I would love a five star review and a, and a review if you could if you have time to write one. Yeah, but if it's not five star, I mean we love you. But leave us all the stars, <laughs> as many stars as you like. But leave her as many stars. Give her a five star review. Subscribe and then share this because you know. Thank you. Yes, share it with your friends. I see, I gotta be here to be her. Thank I'm, you. I'm her um, hype girl. Y'all know. <laughs> Everybody needs a hype girl. I'm your hype girl. Um, you need to share it because there is somebody in your life that needed what what we talked about today. If it wasn't you or you received part of it. Share this with the people that you know needed to hear what we had to say because sometimes it's hard to turn to somebody that you know and be like, girl, this is you. So we'll tell them. Or honey. <laughs> with, yeah, it was us. So we'll, we'll say it. But uh, we love y'all. She is the best. Most, you have the most wonderful uh, group of fans that are lovely and amazing. And You guys are the best. Y'all are awesome. And thank you for always being so kind and lovely to me. And, you know, I'm over here making sure she's wrapped in bubble wrap and everything's okay. So thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. Thank you, Trish. Thank you, babe. I love you. Bye.